Welcome to another episode of Confessions of a Practicing Christian with yours truly, Aaron Panice, where I give godly counsel on all things success, life, and wellness. Y'all, I'm so glad to be back. I welcome you guys back. And to those whose first time it is hearing me, hey, like I'm so glad to have you guys a part of my audience. As I mentioned before, this is not the typical you can't say this, you can't do that type podcast. No, this is my real raw, relatable walk with Christ and hopes that it'll help you on your journey with Christ. So yeah, I hope you guys had a great holidays. It was definitely a blessing for me to be able to have God sent family. So it was just a blessing. But yeah, so let's get to these natural remedies. Today's natural remedy is going to the gym. Yeah, going to the gym. You know, we all had a lot to eat during this break and we need to unbig our backs. And now before the new year, you know, we make resolutions that we often don't carry out on. This isn't a resolution. When you like going to the gym, it becomes routine and it becomes a part of a healthy lifestyle. So I encourage you all to go to the gym to one unbig your backs and actually improve your health in general. So let's get into the benefits of exercising. And I won't get into all because you know, it's a lot of great benefits to exercising. So one of the great benefits of exercising, you all know it helps weight loss. And two, it helps maintain and control high blood pressure. High blood pressure is a disease mainly caused due to bad eating habits, as I mentioned, and a lack of physical exercise. It helps improve digestion. And when you're trying to lose weight, getting your tummy and digestion track is a must because of the bloating and the things inside. So when you exercise, you become regular. So y'all, like I said, it's so many more benefits to exercising, but go research it for yourself. We got to get fine for the summer. Okay. Now that's it for our natural remedies. That being said, let's get into the show. Woke up today, feeling great. No worries, today is a new day. Even with the lot on my plate, may not have it all, but I always have faith. So we gon' keep it real, we gon' keep it true, and still praise God with a new groove. Come together and push through. It's amazing what prayer can do, cause sometimes it's hard to see the blessings right in front of me. Follow the light, and now I see God has been so good to me. They make me smile Your words, they still haven't let me down All good cause we living better now so this week, God really just revealed to me how he's been breaking me and not just breaking me, gracefully breaking me because I've prayed for a lot of things. I fasted for a lot of things. I've actually put in the work behind the scenes whole time. I'm thinking, all right, God, you ain't going fast enough. And he like, no, nah, I'm going at the rate that I need to be. You need to mind your business. And like I said, he's breaking me. And in this breaking process, he's getting me to the point of contentment. And I I know that a lot of us want God to do a lot of things in our lives, but when we ask God for something, God cannot give you what you're not prepared for. We all heard that God is not going to put more on you than you can bear. Literally, he wasn't talking about just problems. That includes the things that you pray for and that you want. He can't give you a good man if you toxic nor a good woman. He can't bless you with a house if your credit ain't good or a car if your credit ain't good. You have to put in the work behind the scenes and putting in the work on your behalf 
have, it may take you a little time to unlearn toxic traits or to build your credit. And I know for me, it has taken me a little while to unlearn toxic behaviors myself. So yeah, the things that you ask God for, God has to build your character and he has to set you up for success. And this week, that's where I'm coming from. God has just finally brought me to the point where he's gracefully broken me. So let's get into it. As I mentioned before, God elevates you. He has to send you through training or what I like to call character development. And we know the Bible says he makes all things new. And for me, God is doing a new thing in my life. That's with success, love, life, family, relationship. He's just doing a new thing. And it's funny to me because I asked God for peace, love, success, and a whole bunch of other things, thinking he was about to give me all I asked for. And he was going to give them to me quick. And I'm doing the work by praying. But no. So when I asked God, he said, in order to receive the things in which you ask, you have to put the work in behind the scenes. And that meant developing my character spiritually, mentally and physically. He also had to prepare me so I would recognize the traps of the enemy that would cause me to compromise my core values as well as my peace. Because we all hear that new levels, new devils. If you're not mentally strong enough, these people, places, things will literally break you. So God has to prepare you and protect you. Now, as I mentioned earlier, every time I ask God for something, he delivers. But when I say it's never how I think, y'all do not box God according to your thoughts. What the Bible say, he'll do exceedingly abundantly above more than you could ever ask or think. Yeah, he's always going to go beyond your expectations because his thoughts are not your thoughts. His ways are not your ways and it's supposed to be like that. So you don't get to thinking God is going to move a certain way. It takes the mystery out him being God and him being able to tell you to move in faith and trust in faith. God knows your spiritual maturity so he'll never give you more than you're able to handle because you will mess it up and you will self-destruct because you're not mature enough to handle these things. But getting back to it, when I asked God to give me peace, I thought he was going to remove people from my life. And don't get me wrong, he did, but he also took me and is taking me on a character development journey. When I asked for peace, love, and success, as well as all these other things, God began to work on me in every area that I was bringing chaos to myself. I was the one bringing chaos in my own life. I was bringing unnecessary people, places, and things in my life to disrupt my own peace for a number of reasons like loneliness, a scarcity mindset, boredom, and so many other factors. I was working against everything that I was literally praying for. And that's why the Bible says a double-minded man is unstable in all his ways. Y'all don't be like Aaron because yeah, I was self-sabotaging. But as I mentioned earlier, God is taking me through character development and is granting me the peace and contentment that I've been praying for while also preparing me to level up. Let's take it to scripture because God, he dropped a few nuggets in my spirit while I was writing this and I want to share that with you. So James 1, 3 through 4 says, knowing this, that the trying of your faith worketh patience, but let patience have her perfect work that she may be perfect and entire, wanting nothing. As I mentioned before, God had to break me down in character to teach me what it means to be content, wanting nothing. God had to send me through endurance training as part of this character development process in order to reach this place of contentment. When looking up the definition of contentment, y'all, it says it means to be happy or satisfied in feelings, which brought me to the scripture Philippians 4, 11 through 13. And it goes, for I have learned to be content, whatever 
whatever the circumstances. I know what it is to be in need and I know what it is to have plenty. I have learned the secret of being content in every situation, whether well-fed or hungry, whether living in plenty or won't. I can do all things through Christ who strengthened me. I think we often hear that scripture, I can do all things through Christ who strengthened me, but we forget the part of that scripture when it says, I have learned to be content, want nothing in every situation. And your superpower lies in the fact that you are content and need for nothing. Usually the desire for people, places, and things stem from lust. And when the devil can't use lust as a temptation, you become more powerful and you become a threat. Therefore, you can't easily be defeated. And let me drop another gem I found when I was studying. So I looked up the Hebrew word for covet, which also can be translated as lust. Now we know that in scripture in 1 John 2 16 it says for everything in the world the lust of the flesh the lust of the eyes and the pride of life comes from the father from the world which is saying the scripture says he gives us dominion to rule now because he gives us dominion to rule we know that lust of the eyes lust of the flesh and the pride of life cause us to literally fall in our own dominion or our own world it causes us to fall short and y'all remember this is the same thing Satan tried to use to tempt Jesus to make him fall short. If Jesus had fed his lust, then we would still be lost. Satan will also have dominion and power over this world. And that's why just like himself, he wants you to overcome so you can have all power and dominion of your world to be able to shape your own reality according to the power that lies within you through Jesus Christ. Because like I said, he gave you dominion to reign. Now with this being said, I'm going to give y'all some of my personal experience of problems lust has caused me before God broke me and is breaking me and even sometimes have to get me back in line for it. so you can fight and to let you know that you ain't in this struggle alone I'm transparent so you know that I'm not perfect so you ain't gotta be okay and to help you most of all break those cycles I pray that everything I'm saying resonates with your spirit to invoke awareness and change so you can overcome and live the life that God has planned for you but y'all with that being said let's get into it number one I was repeating cycles because my mindset hadn't changed. I was attracting the same people and environments. Know that no matter where you move, no matter what relationship, whether friends, family, or a lover, if you don't heal, you'll continue to meet the same demons. So y'all heal so you don't stay stagnant and repeat the same cycles. Learn to be content and allow your mind to heal so that you won't be in this space forever. And healing means learning to be content in the space that God has you as I say in previous sermons that everything has a season you need to become familiar with what season you're in and get comfortable in that season so when you reach the next season you'll be well equipped because not every season is meant to just drag you through the mud some seasons are actually a season of peace and we like okay I want more there's more to be done God's like no you're gonna need this time of peace because when it comes time to move you're gonna be moving and I can say that for myself because me as a business owner, I'm like, okay, God, I got to do this. I got to do that. And now that the time is here, I'm overwhelmed with a number of things, but I wouldn't dare say, okay, I can't do this because I can do all things through Christ who strengthened me. Not only that, I prayed for this. So take your seasons and stride and get comfortable so you are prepared for the next level. Okay. Now, number two, I was discounting my self-worth. Remember when I said earlier that I let that scarcity mindset trapped me in a cycle because I didn't surrender my trust to God. In certain
certain areas of my mind, I didn't trust God. Like I knew God as a provider, but this year I got to know him as a lover. Here I was thinking he going to send me my hubby and I would get mad because I felt like he wasn't moving fast enough because I want a physical person. Like I was like, God, I need some things done around the house. I don't want to put my own gas. I don't want to be my own handyman. And you need to hurry up, please. If I find favor in your sight and I would tell God if I had my spouse, then I wouldn't have to worry about certain things. I wouldn't have to put myself in compromising situations and I wouldn't be struggling. I would tell God all these things whole while he just sitting there looking like, have I not done enough? Have I not showed you that I am, that I am, that I'm God? But child, it finally hit home. God showed me this year that he is there for me and all I have to do is follow him and wait in peace. He answered so many of my unknown and unknown prayers. Like y'all, he fixed my car and it cost me next to nothing. He used people to provide for me in a state, in a city, which I barely know anyone because I just moved here and I'm not from here. On top of that, I remember telling God I wanted certain parts of my house to be done a certain way and I want certain renovations done. And I want to add to it. I recently met a man who does exactly what I need and y'all, guess what it costs? Hmm, next to nothing. I want certain things done for my children and God provided. God has shown me time after time that I am your man. Here I am discounting my value with meaningless situationships and disrupting my own peace. Whole time God like, girl, when you gonna open your eyes and realize that I'm God. So y'all, don't be like Aaron. Don't put yourself on discount because you cannot wait in peace. Now, the next thing I was doing, comparing my life to others. I think we all got this bad and in the age that we live in, social media, it's readily available. You comparing your mind, your body, your soul, people, places, things to other people when you shouldn't be. God made you a thumbprint. You're fearfully and wonderfully made. God created you for a specific purpose and you're right where you need to be at this exact moment, hour, minute, second. So live in the moment, okay? So I was comparing my life to others and I need y'all to understand, we've all heard that saying that comparison is the thief of joy. Y'all need to remember that next time you comparing your life or your relationship status or the things that you have to other people. I looked at other people myself and their success in relationships and I began to get weary so much to the point that I was missing God and the blessings that he placed in front of me. It also made me try to perform for God. Like if I do this, then God will see I'm faithful or because I'm not having sex, my man going to come faster or I'm going to be just a good God fearing woman. I ain't going to do that, go nowhere. And God was like, you supposed to be doing these things anyway. And some of these things you just making up in your head. Like the things that you are supposed to be doing, you ain't doing them for my benefit. You doing them for your own well-being and protection. You ain't got to perform for me. So same thing for y'all. You cannot, and I repeat heavy on the, you cannot do enough to please God. It is by grace. He's not moved by works. He is moved by faith. And what is faith, y'all? Faith is the substance of things hoped for and the evidence of things not seen. You impress God by believing and trusting and waiting on him, which in turn causes him to move on your behalf because he sees your maturity. So coming to a close, y'all, I want to leave you with this. Count your blessings so that you can grow and you can live in abundance. God gave you dominion over your world. Walk in it and walk in his authority. Don't be like me and have to have God break you down because you can't get the test right. And don't box God. Remember, God uses the foolish things to confound the wise. So when you pray, just give it to God and explain. 
expect him to move. It ain't going to look like all the time what you believe it's going to look like. But just know that God be God and God is God. For you, I pray that you recognize the cycles in your life and that God gracefully breaks you so that you can level up in life, love, and success. That's all God gave me this week. I love you guys so much in God. And same time next week. Bye. Thank you so much for listening. And don't forget to hit the follow button for the Confessions of a Practicing Christian podcast to get your weekly dose of godly counsel on all things success, life, and wellness. Also follow me on Instagram at C-O-A-P-C underscore pod and also on Facebook at Confessions of a Practicing Christian. Chime in and let me know your thoughts on this week's episode.